So uh, we are learning Peleoet. Just to wrap up outside um, what the Peleoet finishes off with is he says, when it comes to Shalom Bayit and Shalom between a husband and a wife, he says, I don't need um, to tell any of this to you if it's easy. When, you know, uh, Aharon is Ohev Shalom Ve'odev Shalom. Aharon loves peace and he pursues peace. That's, that's not about pursuing peace when it's easy. Obviously, when it's easy, anybody can do it. But what you need it for is when you have excuses uh, and you have reasons to not want peace and you have reasons to say, you know, I'm going to stand in, uh, my position. Uh, in, in my position and I'm not going to compromise and I'm not going to give, uh, give up and I'm not going to lower myself um, in any way. He says that's when you really have to make the effort. And this goes back to put your arrogance point away. Put your arrogance away. Somebody who truly loves something doesn't have excuses. And somebody who does not love something only has excuses. I think, frankly, they always have you excuses. have to compare your wife to your children. When your children do something bad, how, how much you're going to forgive them? The, so it, it goes back to the point of love. Somebody who loves peace Very. pursues peace. And the definition of love is an action, right? If, you, if someone doesn't love something, and this is with anything in this world, with anything in life, when you hear of somebody who comes up with excuses, it, it, it means in essence they don't really want to do it. It's not, it's not about the excuse that they come up with. The excuse is just an excuse. But anybody who wants to come up with excuses can come up with excuses. That's not difficult. Uh, people who love to do something, hey, when, when it comes to work, right? if somebody wants to work and desires to work, excuse. They can come up with a million excuses. I didn't sleep last night. I had this happen to me. And, uh, and, and yesterday my friend spoke to me this way and offended me. And because of that, I don't want to work. And they'll, they'll come up with any, with, with any excuse to not work. if they love their work. work, they're going to be there but at the first they, one in the, they in love the first work, four feet of snow. <laughs> so everything comes back to love. If someone truly has love, they never have excuses. They'll always work, they, they'll always work hard. To find a way to do it. And somebody who doesn't have that love, all they have is it's excuses. So he says here, and his point, his final point is, that if you love peace, if peace is important to you, you work hard to do what's necessary in order to achieve it, even when it's not easy. Even when you could come up with excuses, and even when you could come up yeah. with reasons, you still work hard in order to achieve it. So what about your arrogance? Hey, and with oh, that, oh, oh. we'll finish off with that, and now we get to the new love. Right? Uh, right? The love of those who learn Torah, the love of those who fear God, who fear Hashem, the who, uh, who uh, do their best to learn about His name um, and be close to God. So the Chachamim, and not just the Chachamim, those who are God-fearing individuals, those who you look, um, that you look at in the way they conduct themselves in life, and you say that this is a truly God-fearing individual um, in the way he lives. So, he says, So the love of the rabbis, the Talmidei Chachamim, the students of the rabbis, those who are learning Torah, and the God-fearing individuals, goes hand in hand, those who seek to be close to God. 
Right. He says that as well has to come from your love of Hashem. All love in this world, right? Comes. To be productive and to be good has to, to have it has to come from your love of Hashem. It has to have a source from your love of Hashem. Just like we said before, the love of your children and the love uh, of your spouse, the love of anyone, and he, he has other loves also. We're not going to be done after yeah. this, <laughs> but all of it has to emanate from the love of Hashem. He says, Someone who uh, truly has a, uh, has a trustworthy and beloved friend or relative or someone who's close to him. He also loves his children. He also loves his family members. So in the same way, sort of a person who truly loves Hashem, a person who loves those who are Hashem's family, Hashem's immediate uh, circle. The whole world. And those who are... Yet particularly those who are close to Hashem yes, and who yes. seek to be close to Hashem. The odd, and he says, Kevan, and furthermore, Kevan, since a person yeshlo ahava aza imohavo has a powerful, passionate love with his beloved, he, with all of his soul and with all of his heart, he wants to do that which is good for him. Right? So someone loves God, he wants to do that which will make God happy and which is good for God in this world. So call Haosetovahavoto. So if um, he does good for his beloved's close family, his friends, his children, um, and those are around him, so he's doing what he, what so, he, so he he does what he loves and his beloved loves him even more. Because he's also taking care of those who are close to him. And he says, you know, someone who has proper intelligence and thinks about it, it, it makes you responsible to believe and conduct yourself. In a way, if, you, if a person is thinking properly about this world, that you fall in love with Ish Hamudot. Ish Hamudot was the description of Daniel. Daniel, Daniel Ish Hamudot. Uh, it means somebody who he has all of the great qualities. He, he has. He's gifted. He's gifted in both in both in his intelligence and his uh, erudition and the amount that he's learned, but also in his action. in his actions, also in his midot and the way he conducts himself. So he shalem bemidot uvdeot. He's complete in his conduct, in his wow. characteristics, um, and in the way he can hold wow. himself. Ohevet hashlemut. And Afim Enbo. So someone is uh, oh sorry. He says, So you love somebody and you want to be close to somebody who represents that ideal to you. So that you will learn from it. So that you'll become even even though you don't have it yourself. Yeah, but you're gonna be, you're gonna try to you're gonna, you, try, you're you're gonna, gonna try to be close to him. And to and, or to her, or to be part of uh, close with them. For all of these reasons, you have to awaken in yourself a love for those who learn Torah and for those who fear God and want to be close to God. He says, He says, those people to you should be as beloved as the apple of your eyes, the pupil of your eye. The same way that one, uh, you know, studies show this. The first thing that one protects more than anything his else, eyes. right, is eyes. Nothing to touch your eyes. He says, these people are your vision. They, they are your vision. So you protect them. And you make sure nothing happens to them, and you help them thrive, and you help them succeed. 
He says, and your reward will be there with you. Someone who loves the Chachamim will have children and will have descendants who are Chachamim. The sentence that we say, Baram that someone who has a child, they're the one who bring you zechut. You go up to the world to come, they're the ones who are going to do mitzvot for yes. you and learn Torah for you. And say Kaddish and, they, and they, they will elevate your name. So someone who loves the Chachamim will have children and will have descendants who are, who are Chachamim. And he says, and yes, it's true that the main part of love is in your heart, the love that you feel. But he says, you also have to make it known in action. You love the rabbis and you love the chachamim. Send them flowers. And you love, and you love those who fear God. So... <laughs> if Hashem, Baruch Hashem, has expanded your borders, meaning Baruch Hashem, Hashem has, has blessed you with, uh, with, with all you need in this world. And he says, with all of your soul and with all of you have, you should uphold um, and support and those who are learning Torah. He says, and you should do both. Ose means you should do it both yourself and and convince others. Me'aseh. Oh, also tell right? the others. Hey. Meaning convince other people. You guys, we should all be supporting the Chachamim. We should all be supporting those. Rabbi Adam, he's the one who does that. He says, don't give a choice. And if a person is not able to, at the minimum, he says, do it with your body. He says, if not with your finances and with your financial support, you should do it yourself. Give your time. Give your time. Gadol Shimusha. Great is the one who attends to the needs of the, the Talmud Chacham and who spends time uh, with the Talmud Chacham. The Gemara says, Gadol Shimusha Muda. A person who spends their time with Talmudei Chachamim and attends to them and helps them out and you know walks with them and uh, you know and bring brings them lunch brings them brings them dinner just you know eating drinks with them They're not just learning Torah with them you know, like one Hasid that followed his Rav uh, they used to say why do you follow your Rav everywhere he says well yeah you learn Torah go to his classes why <laughs> why are you following him everywhere else he says you don't understand he says I follow my Rav to learn how he ties his shoes. That's why I follow my Rav. And the Gemara says, a person first, who just learns... First you have to do the, 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 the left one, and then the right one. You know that, right? <laughs> and it says in the Gemara, <laughs> well, put your, for, put for your right time. shoes first for, on, but, yes. then, but then the, the, the left one you have Hashem, to try. We, we have Talmidei Chachamim here, Baruch Hashem, beginning of Shulchan Aruch. So, uh, but the Gemara further says, the Gemara says, a person who only has book knowledge, a person who, uh, he's, he's sat and he, he, he's read the entire Torah, and he's read the entire Mishnah and Gemara, and he's, he's, but he hasn't spent time with Tamidei Chachamim. He didn't learn from an actual person. He says that person is an Am Haaretz. says he's an ignorant person. He's an ignoramus. He says, because book knowledge does not suffice at all. Imagine a person who wanted to go to a doctor that and he, he never spent time with any other doctor before. He never had any experience with any, He's read all of the books. Every book on science is read. But, but if you've never actually spent time with patients and seeing how older, experienced doctors um, have dealt with patients, you don't want to go to that doctor. 
And that's why a requirement in every medical school is residency and you have to and rounds that you have to do and you have to go spend time with more experienced doctors in order to see how they practice. Nobody wants to go to a, a doctor that's only read books. Right. <laughs> it might kill you if you experience. go to a doctor who's only read You need someone who's actually seen live patients and who has um, seen how older, experienced doctors have dealt with live patients. That's also so, a social aspect of it. Teaching yes. to interact with people. Yes. That's, <laughs> can spread your Torah. You can have. Yeah, yes. When you when you're of learning course, that you, they, this midot that they're telling you, if you don't see somebody doing it. You don't know how you have to do it. So it's explaining that yeah, you have to do exactly. it. But even in the Torah world, yeah. you do have, you, you, have, you have hundreds of people that... You need somebody that has to be your... your you're going to be your... Yeah. So they'll give an example. A person... Uh, you know what? Actually, I don't want to say this on recording. <laughs> but we can talk about it after the recording. But there are many, wow. many, many uh, examples of this. Okay. So, But the Gemara beautifully also says, Rav said, he said, Kama Bablaeti Pshahe. He says, the Bablim. He says one of the centers that they used to live in was in Babel, where Iraq is today. He says the Bablim, he's like, they're such fools. Tipshae, come Bable Tipshae. He says they're such stupid people. They're such fools. How come? He says, when they take out the Sefer Torah, he says they stand up for a Sefer Torah. But when the Chacham walks into the room, they don't stand up for the Chacham. But this Chacham says, also is like what, a, what's the difference? The Chacham is more important to stand has, up for. He knows all the Chacham of it. is a walking Sefer Torah. He's a living, breathing Sefer Torah. The, the, the Torah is just a book. But what's the halakha? What do you sell a separate Torah for? So, for somebody to be able to learn it. Right? Only for two things. For someone who cannot get married to be able to get married. And the only other thing that it's allowed for is for someone who is not able to study it, to actually learn it. Because what's it worth to have words if, if nobody is no, practicing them and living them in practice? So the Gemara says much more important than the actual reading the books is spending time with the Chacham. Carving time out of your schedule to spend with Talmidei Chachamim. So lucky. So that, so that we can learn from them and so we can learn from their, start from my their presence. Like this. So Gadol Shimusha, so he says if you're not going to financially support them, he says make sure you're spending time with them. Even if you are financially supporting them, spend time with them. As much as you are able to, as long as you're not disturbing him uh, and, yes, yes, and, yes. and bothering him. From don't, over, <laughs> don't overwhelm him. <laughs> like, like the story of the bedroom that you were saying. Yeah, yeah the Gemara tells the story we said. Uh, there was one, uh, one surah, Nafkahana. Uh, the Gdol Ador was Rav. So he was his teacher. He was very close with him, followed him everywhere. So he says, you know, like I took the Chatan classes and I learned it. But I've never actually, can seen, I can I've can never I actually seen oh, how it's done in practice. So he went in the middle of the day and he, and he went under, his, uh, under the rabbi's bed. <laughs> so camp, I mean, let me watch. And the Gemara says he saw how Sach, but first he took a lot of time. He spent a lot of time to, talk, to, to talk, speak to, to his talk, wife. Yes. And, uh, you know, until, and only then he had related. But then he found him. He said, what are you doing here? He said, get, 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 out, get out of here. You're <laughs> supposed to spend time with talk first. <laughs> right, so, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> not, not text or what's so. yeah, not uh, chak chak. <laughs> talk, <laughs> dinner, <laughs> dessert. So, so he says, yes, spend time with the Chacham, but of course, don't invite, invade his privacy and don't, uh, don't, wait, wait, wait. don't disturb him with the amount of time that you're spending him. And he says, Gadol HaMe'aseh, he said, you should always know. He said, the greatest person is the one who causes others and convinces others and brings others to 
to support the Tamil Chacham and to, and to raise the stature of the Torah uh, amongst the people. Even with Tziraka, with Tziraka, the rule is, Chachamim said, Gadol HaMe'aseh, Yotem Mina'oseh. Let's say, you know, somebody, he, he gives a thousand dollars to Tziraka. And then there's another person that he gave nothing, but he convinced other people to give a thousand dollars to Tziraka. The second one has greater reward for convincing others. And you see the zikhut of the gabayim and the fundraisers yes. and, and, father, the, and those bless. who spend time uh, convincing others. Gadol, Hame'aseh, someone who convinces others to give is even greater than one who gives himself. The end Sarich Lomar, and I don't have to tell you, do everything in your power. It says not to distress them or make uh, make them upset or make them distressed in any way. should should have any ill feelings um, towards them. Chas v'shalom. The people don't realize they're, they're great avon. Um, disrespect or disgrace or put down a Talmi Chacham in any way. And the says in Pirkei Avot, Uran Shel Chachamim. Says you should warm yourself by the heat of, of the Chacham. But then it says here Be careful with the cold that you shouldn't get burned by them. Right? If you get too close, if you think you're too friendly, and because you're too friendly, you can do anything you, can, you, you want. can do anything you want, and you can you disrespect keep them. A you, you can get burned by it. So be close so that you can get warm. Keep a distance. But at the same time, keep a distance and realize that they are they are of another stature. Uh, it's a, a lot of people don't realize how how big of an avon it is to disrespect uh, I've seen with my own eyes against stories I can't say over the recording. Uh, but people who have disrespected a, a true Tamil Chacham and how they suffered for it, unfortunately, um, afterward. The Gemara says someone who disrespects the Chacham, the rabbi of the community, the community has to put him in Nidui, the next communication. People don't realize what Nidui is. Nidui is nobody, social distancing, not because of masks. Nobody can come close to such a person, nobody can do business with such a person, no one uh, can look at such a person. He doesn't count for a minyan, a person who disrespects a Tamil Chacham, he does not count for a minyan. You cannot count him as one of the ten. The community has to excommunicate such a person. How dare you disrespect a living, walking Sefer Torah? So we have to be extremely cautious. Bezrat Hashem, we're going to continue with this and finish tomorrow. But from here we learn how important it is to love and respect and be close to the Tamil After your wife. Happiest, happiest Thursday.